Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where your boys, we always got something to say about the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm your host, Adam Pettel. And I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. And today, guys, we've got to talk about some recent Toronto Blue Jays trade rumors that are just not sitting well with us right now, man. <laughs> I am not about these. We've got to nip these in the bud immediately. Ross, if you're listening to this, stop it now, please. <laughs> this could be another Dalton Varsho trade and worse. And potentially we don't want it. Worse, everybody. Let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. And let's kick this thing off with Dylan Carlson. Oh, now, Dylan Carlson is a player that the Toronto Blue Jays have shown interest in. Uh, this is not the first time that his name has come up mm-hmm. with the Toronto Blue Jays. They have looked at him in the past, and he used to be a player, like when he was coming up into the league, he was considered a top prospect. Yes. He was considered yes. a guy that was going to he was gonna do things in yeah. the MLB. Yeah. What happened? Dude, I don't know what the hell happened. I think there must have been some sort of injury or getting in your head. I don't know. St. Louis fans, if you're out there, if you're watching this video, let us know what the hell happened to Dylan Carlson. But I don't really want him because if you look at his recent years, right, going off of last year, looked like he was injured. A 651 OPS with a batting average of 219 the year before. 236 mm-hmm. OPS still under 700 and then in 2021 this was like the last of his like oh we're, we're moving up in the world yeah. we're, we're breaking out rookie of the year third in voting 780 OPS but we haven't seen that since 2021 there could potentially be some opportunity for Dylan Carlson to become like that it looks like injuries have ruined him uh 128 uh games played in 2022 in 76 years so maybe there's something there but it's a lot of risk for me and the reason why I bring up that it could be like a Dalton Var show is because he is more known for the defense not so much like Dalton Var show yeah but it's there and he's got a lot of years left bro Dylan Dylan Carlson is a very good defender you cannot take that away from him at all he will be put into mm-hmm. the outfield he will uh, be a he'll, he will re- uh, replace mm-hmm. Kevin Kiermaier's defense he will do that he'll be very very good out there in yeah. the field with the bat though it's just 
not good. And, and I think where we're at right now is we're watching the Toronto Blue Jays show interest in this guy, and I just don't understand why we haven't learned, you know? Yeah, like I, yeah. I thought that the whole point of this offseason was to do something differently than last offseason because last offseason, the whole strategy was we're prioritizing defense, we're prioritizing limiting runs, we're going to sacrifice a little bit of that. Great, that worked. Now it's the opposite, though, and Dylan Carlson, he is still that that same stereotypical player mm -hmm. of last year's mentality. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you look at just the percentile rankings, it's, it's low, and, and there's not really much prospect. Again, could be some some sort of injury, and, and he could break out, but the thing is, we don't have time to wait, and what you're basically getting when you trade for Dylan Carlson is you're, you're hoping for time, mm -hmm. right? He's got three years left. And, and, and that's going to cost a little bit more on the trade, trading for a guy with three years with that much kind of like prospect capital. Yeah. So you're hoping that eventually he breaks out, but we don't have time. We need guys off free agency who have proved it, done it, get them in, slug, 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 get us to a deep postseason stretch. We don't have time for Dylan Carlson to break out once Bo Bichette and Vladimir Grochin to leave the team. I do not want a trade for this man. Sure, he might break out one day, and I might be eating my words, but right now, no, I have no interest. Bob. Dude, the fact that they're even looking at this guy has me has me honestly worried that they learned literally nothing from this past entire season, right? Mm. You need to be going out, and you need to be targeting dudes who can add to that lineup. And you know what? All the love to Dylan Carlson. Yeah. Right? This is not a hate video no. on Dylan Carlson. I want him to develop. I want him to do well. But you're looking at a man who's been plagued by injuries and who's just not been able to replicate that type of production that he had in 2021 for two years. Why on earth would you as the Toronto Blue Jays be giving up assets to get that dude? Mm -hmm. This and, would be a different story. Uh, sorry to go, go, ahead, go ahead. This would be a different story. If it was a free agency thing, because it was a free Absolutely. agency thing, Absolutely. we sign him to a deal, no big deal. If he doesn't pan out, who cares, right? Dude, you sign him to a one-year deal. Exactly. You can see. That's the problem. You can see, but because it is a trade and because it's three years, you are going to feel inclined to play him during mm -hmm. that period of time, and you're going to need to give up a decent chunk yes. just for that contract. Yes, yes. And if you look over at the articles that are linking us to Dylan Carlson, what they want in return is pitching. We have a lot of pitching. That's why it makes sense. And if you look at Yusei Kikuchi, you have the St. Louis Cardinals kind of in the free agent market looking for some sort of pitchers. Yusei Kikuchi makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. for a St. Louis Cardinals. But I don't think a just one year of a of an inconsistent career, in fact, quite consistently bad career of Yusei Kikuchi, one breakout good year is going to cost is going to cover. I mean, the cost of the prospect of what Dylan Carlson could be. I think it's going to be a Yusei Kikuchi and a prospect. And what we gave up for Dalton Farshow, which was Gabriel Moreno and Lourdes Gurriel Jr., one year good player, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., and your number one prospect, you could see a Elvis Martinez or a Barsher. I can believe it that they would do that. That's the kind of deal it would take and this is why i'm saying no 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 do not go down this path again do not make the same mistake that would just be abysmal i would be screaming in that live stream if we made that trade no i completely agree with you dude and i mean as you're speaking right now i'm thinking to myself would i even do a kikuchi for this guy and i, I mean like sure like the, right. the, the prospect of it potentially being good is nice 
But I, I kind of would just rather hold on to Issei Kikuchi, you know? Like, this is not the, the player profile that you need to be targeting right now if you're the Toronto Blue Jays. I, I'm happy that you're looking at a bunch of options, that you're really evaluating this. Dylan Carlson, he ain't it, guys. Mm -hmm. Looking at the statistics, literally just a worse Varsho. <laughs> and uh, and I, I don't need to see two of those guys in the outfield for next season. Not at all. Not at all, guys. We can go find some better outfielders like Cody Bellinger Please. in the free agency He has market. good defense, too. Ross, literally done. Literally, literally. And now another uh, trade candidate that the Blue Jays have been kind of linked to. And it all has to do with that third base bag, right? Time for a quick shout out to Betway. Betway is the best. Best place to make all of your sports bets on all of your favorite teams. Betway is also in collaboration with iGaming Ontario. Must be 19 years older to participate. And guys, please bet responsibly. Now, back to the content. We, if you guys watched our podcast last night, I mean, Nick and I went live. We're literally just recording this right after mm -hmm. that. We talked about Matt Chapman and we talked about Candelario. Who are we going to get, right? We're looking for some sort of replacement, but there is an avenue in the trade markets to possibly replace that third base position. Yeah. And that's Eugenio Suarez. It's Eugenio Suarez. Yeah. Just another worse Matt Chapman. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, now listen. I, I'll, you know, I'll backpedal a little bit here, guys. I'm not necessarily as bullish on Suarez as we are on Carlson. Mm. However, when I do say that he's a worse, a worse Matt Chapman, it kind of is true, folks. Looking at the statistic last year, 714 OPS, 232 batting average. Scroll down to the strikeout. Yeah. Please. Yeah, oh, a lot of strikeouts. 214 Whoa. strikeouts. Let Him me. and Teoscar Hernandez <laughs> were battling, man. <laughs> they were going back and forth with those strikeouts all last year, and he consistently strikes out. This is a player who you're going to put in the middle of the lineup. He will produce because he got 96 mm -hmm. RBIs, mm -hmm. but there is also going to be time and time and time again where you have a runner in scoring position, and it's one, two, three, whoo, swing and yeah. a miss. We're sitting down back on the bench. And, you know, the one good thing about the Toronto Blue Chase is they don't have a ton of swing and miss. Actually, the guy that had a ton of swing and miss was Matt Chapman. Yes. Right? So basically, you're replacing Matt Chapman with Eugenio Suarez, who strikes out more, but it's, again, it's what are you getting in return? You're getting in the potential for him knocking in 30 home runs, you know, with the Toronto Blue Jays on a potentially even hitting 100 RBIs, right? So you would be getting that four, five hitter in your lineup. So I like him a little, I like him personally just a little bit better than the Matt Chapman. I know it's crazy to say because they have very similar numbers, but it's that home run potential and he, the fact that he's done it before. But you are taking a bit of a trade off. Obviously, he is good defensively third baseman, but obviously you cannot deny that uh, Matt Chapman is the better third baseman. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I think I got to, like, let us know in the comments, guys, mm -hmm. but I think I got I got to fight you back on that one. Like, for me, it's like, and I, you guys know, I am not necessarily a Matt Chapman stand to say the <laughs> least, you know, but when you're looking at two players who are, you know, both strike out a ton, mm -hmm. who, you know, let's face it, like, you know, batting-wise is going to be great. However, Matt Chapman still did have a better slash line last year not necessarily production wise but just slash line was mm, matt chapman mm. i think i gotta lean chapman just with the defense alone man. right right just with the defense right I I, I I hear what you're saying i think i am leaning like he did have yeah definitely a better ops i think i'm definitely leaning the reason why i'm leaning suarez is because just like we talked about in our live stream uh last night or technically tonight uh on recording this video is to bring back like a matt chapman it, it will cost multiple years and, and kind of kind of limit your potential for your prospects to come up in that third base spot. Uh, whereas Suarez, if you look over, like he's only got one more year and a club option left. So if you are going to find some sort of band-aid solution that like kind of bridge over towards the Barger or Martinez, 
he makes sense in that regard. And you could slot him down five, six and just kind of forget about him as a veteran guy. And, and then like use your club option. Don't use the club option. It's up to you at that point. Look, if they go out and they make a trade for a Eugenio Suarez, this is what it needs to be for me to be okay with this. First off, you cannot be giving up a ton of stuff here. You know, no, this guy is no. 32 years old. He's going to be 33 years old. He's got one year left on his deal. I mean, sure, he had 96 RBIs last year, but he also had 214 strikeouts, right? So mm -hmm. there's a lot of negotiations going on here to say lower the price tag on Eugenio Suarez. So that's number one. Number two is he's coming in, and, and the one role that he's going to have here is that he's going to help the young rookies take over that spot. So we don't need to be having this conversation next year. So mm -hmm. that Aurelis Martinez can slot in and Barsh or can slot in and they can do it so that in 2025 it's going to be one of those mm -hmm. and then number three and this is maybe the most importantly out of all of these requirements for going out and trading Eugenio Suarez you got to get me some other dudes I want a Cody sure. Ballinger for right? sure because because Eugenio Suarez even though there's production there, you are adding a massive strikeout negative mm -hmm. you're adding another guy who could flirt with the 600 to 700 OPS mark, right? Yep, that's that's yep, the type yep. of player that you're adding right now. So you could even argue that you're adding a negative to the lineup. You need to counteract that by adding such a big positive like a Cody Ballinger, like a Jorge Soler, like a like a Shohei Otani. Yeah, you know, for sure. I, 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 I hear what you're saying, and I agree. This isn't the guy. This is the guy that's going to be part of the multiple guys that are going to be coming over to the Toronto Blue Jays to help out the team, fill in a hole. And at the end of the day, just looking at his OPS Plus, like he's just an average bat that you would throw in there. Literally a 101 OPS. Like, right. yeah, like he's a different type of bat. Like, you know, you have other batters who have higher batting average, lower slugging, and then become a 100 OPS plus kind of guy too. So he's just an average guy. But again, he's not the guy for the Toronto Blue Jays. We forgot to mention here, folks, that yes, the Blue Jays are in fact expressing interest in him. It's not yeah. just us talking about it. He, they are literally expressing interest. So if, what would we trade? Nick and I kind of speculated like a little bit before this, but you know, think about what we traded Jasker Hernandez to them for. It's going to be either like a low bullpen. Uh, well, it was a high bullpen guy. I think it's going to cost less. You know, it's it, cost, well, it cost less. was coming off of a better year a better than what year. Suarez is coming off of. Granted, you do have a club option, you know, so there is an optional year if you did want to yeah. flex it that could raise the value. So I think it's similar, but I do think it's going to be slightly less. Like I could see a reality where you send like a middle tier prospect. And honestly, I would say pitcher, but the Mariners have a ton of pitching. We throw out the idea of like a Santiago Espinal or even like an Otto Lopez or something like that where they can go and like kind of fill up that lineup of just a little bit. Yeah, and I mean if the deal's not right, like don't do it. This don't, is exactly. not this is not one of those things where we need to be going crazy. And this is something this is also, I think, why hearing these reports, uh, it is a little bit worrisome if you're trying to Blue Jays fan, because we've watched this management in the past just like to shove that square in this in the circle slot and just be like, we're getting our guy no right. matter what and overpay like a Dalton Varsho situation. This cannot be one of those things. You saw that happen you last year. You're seeing the fan reaction right now. Be stingy. If the deal doesn't happen, mm -hmm. don't make it. Yeah, the only way they become uh, the only way they become desperate is if you miss out on Candelario, you miss out on Matt Chapman. I could actually see a reality where they get a little bit desperate and they throw in like something. I don't think it's going to cost them a top prospect. This is not a top prospect kind of trade. Better not. It's it going to be a not. middle tier prospect and like a, a, maybe an already MLB player, like like an Espinal or you know like Trevor Richards or something like that. Ross, if you're listening right now, man, if you just get and lock down Cody. 
Ballinger. Yeah, I, really, I do not give a crap what you do, man. You start the offseason off like that, the rest of the dominoes, they can fall as they will. Yeah, guys, let us know your thoughts in the comments down below about the Dylan Carlson trade and the Eugenio Suarez trade. Would you be interested or are you saying no, no, no? Don't make me have PTSD again with these horrible trades. You let us know your thoughts. Also, shout out to our Patreon members, guys. $3 a month come a Patreon member and our YouTube members too. All of you guys are so loved and appreciated. Guys, thank you so much for watching. And go Chase, go! Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.